Hello and welcome back to In God We Trust Podcast. In this podcast, we read a chapter of the Bible every weekday. Today we are going over James chapter 2, and this is James chapter 2, verse 14. And this is faith in deeds. And James is talking about how if we do not have deeds, our faith is dead. So, I'll get more into that once we read it. Let's get right into it. James chapter 2, verse 14. What good is it, my brothers? If a man claims to have faith, but has no deeds, can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to him, Go, I wish you well, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about his physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what I do. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that. And shudder. You foolish man. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? Was not our ancestor Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. And the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is justified by what he does, and not by faith alone. In the same way, was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Okay, so the first thing James says here is that, like, what good is it if a man claims to have faith but no deeds? This is something that we are called to do by Jesus. Uh, We are called to repent and to help others. The act of repentance is actually, that's actually following through and doing it. And this is a deed. So I also want to bring up when Jesus talked about separating the sheep from the goats. If for anyone that didn't hear that day, it was basically Jesus saying how he will separate us on judgment day. And he'll put the goats on the right and the sheep on the left. It might have been the other way around, not positive. But anyway, overall, it's just him telling us that he is going to separate us based on how we treated people that were the least of these while we were on earth. And this means like a homeless man on the street. And he said that this is him if we help out people that are the least of these. We are helping Jesus. So Jesus will separate us based on how we treated them. So on that day, we will say to Jesus, when did we see you on the streets and and give you clothes or feed you? And then he will tell us about how if we helped a homeless man, then that was helping him. And then we will go on the right. And then someone that did not help him, they will say, Jesus, when did we when did we see you and have that opportunity? And then he will tell them that when they saw a homeless man, that was him. And then they'll be like, Whoa. but he told us right here. So we have this warning from God, so we know what is going to happen on that day. This teaching in James ties very well with that teaching that Jesus had of the sheeps and the goats. 
But here's the thing. We are by nature sinful and unclean. So that means that we are going to sin our whole life and we are going to we're going to be greedy with our money and not be giving to others. So that's going to be Jesus on the street and we're going to be greedy and not want to do it. And so I believe that we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. And I believe there is nothing that can compare to the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. And this is this is like trying to say that me giving this homeless man $20 when I see them like once every few months is going to be anything close to dying on a cross, getting nailed to a cross and crucified. And But the key word that I said in there, I said, I believe that we are saved. So after we are saved, we are called to do these acts. In Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no man can boast. So in Ephesians 2, 8, it's telling us that our salvation is a gift from God. And that gift is Jesus himself coming and paying for those sins that we committed. Because, I mean, if you're telling me that you're doing all these deeds and you're repenting and doing all this stuff, I would have to say that you are still disobeying God if you're saying that you are perfect. Like, if you're saying that you're living the life that God wants you to live, like, and that is going to get you to heaven... It just told us in Ephesians 2.8 that it's not by works. So you telling me that, I don't think that can compare to the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. So I hope I'm doing a decent job explaining this to you because it's a pretty big topic between different denominations. So I want to just end it with trying to make it as clear as I can in like one sentence here. So it is a gift from God that we are saved. And once we are saved, we are called to repent and help others. But we are by nature sinful and unclean in everything that we do. That's why Jesus died on the cross for us rotten sinners. Okay, well that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I really like James. I hope you guys enjoy it too. So, thank you for listening. It's Monday, so let's have a great start to the week. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. God bless. <laughs>